Hello, everybody. You are listening to Leeds Student Radio, and I've played the theme straight away. I don't know if you've noticed that, but that means that the show is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be an interesting one because, unfortunately, my guest, Lucy Goodfellow, who is a very busy student rep from my university, she couldn't make it today because she is very busy. So instead, I had a plan. That's what I did. I sent myself, me, Johnny Holmes, hello, into the field to interview Lucy. So what I'm going to do today is play you a few little pieces from that interview. And Lucy is going to talk about her top five unpopular opinions. So here we go. I'm going to pass over to myself, Johnny Holmes, in the field. How exciting. And I hope you do enjoy it. Here's Lucy talking about her unpopular opinions. Cheers very much for that, Johnny. I am Johnny Holmes, and we are here today in this massive rehearsal room. You can hear the acoustics, you can hear the echo. It's crazy, but we're going to carry on anyway. I'm here with Lucy, and today we are going to talk about our unpopular opinions. My first question, Lucy, is why did you choose this subject? Are you someone that has a lot of opinions? Are you an opinionated person, would you say? Um, I think I'm quite an opinionated person. Yes, yes. I agree (laughs) with that statement. I agree with what you just said. I think anyone that knows me will agree with me. So why don't you go ahead, Lucy, and talk us through your... What I've made you do very quickly, I've made you rank them, because you just had a list, didn't you? Yeah. So I've just said, Lucy, put them in an order. So, you know, off the top of your head, what is your fifth most unpopular opinion? Lucy, good friend. Yeah. I'm going to say... That Ed Sheeran is highly overrated. I, <laughs> I'm going to go with I agree, that. I agree with you. Five. I think a lot of mine are also like, oh, this is overrated, that's overrated. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that this can apply to. So you've got like, Ed Sheeran is one of the top ones. I think like, Olivia Rodrigo is becoming yeah. one of those. But I think Ed Sheeran, like one of the ones that I heard like on radio on was like, oh, if you play Ed Sheeran at your wedding, like it's really like, you're not yeah. original, like it's so bad. And I was like, yeah. I can't imagine playing Ed Sheeran at my wedding. I feel like Ed Sheeran's <laughs> the sort of person who would actually come and play at someone's wedding though. I can imagine yes. him there on stage with his guitar doing that. Have you heard his new album? I have. I've heard parts of it. I haven't okay. heard all of it because this whole thing of Ed Sheeran being highly overrated, it's not just an unpopular opinion that I have, but I think it's quite I think general, it's shared. So I think people like, agree with you. Yeah, it's kind of like it wasn't the first on my like to listen to albums. Like yeah. I hear it on the radio, and I'm like, oh, you can't avoid it. Cool. Like, you can't no, get away from literally, it. Literally, like you can't avoid it if you're listening to like Radio One or Radio Two. I found the um, <laughs> the video quite interesting. You know, the one where he's kind of in makeup and he's dressed like the Joker. Yeah. That's that seemed quite um, was, out of the blue for me. Cause yeah. I, I'm not against artists trying different things, but it was just very, you know, Ed Sheeran's gone from this, you know, little indie guy. You know, <laughs> I, I used to be homeless, I've got my guitar, yeah. and now he's gone to, you know, he's dressed up as the Joker. You know, I just thought it was a very interesting shift that he's gone for. And yeah, I wonder I what you think of that. To, I think he's trying to mix it up a little bit. I think um, it was really weird, like kind of when he took his little like break, and obviously he's yeah. got married, he has a kid, like. All props to him. Like, I love him as a person, yeah. but I think... I wouldn't mind going for a pint with him. Yeah. But I yeah. don't... I, I wouldn't listen to much of his music. No, I think it's very, like, expected in a weird way. Like, the feedback that I get from a lot of people when, like, if we ever end up talking about Ed Sheeran, you know, when it generally comes up in conversation. Yeah. Um, Can't avoid it. Yeah, well, they're just like... Yeah, like, it's kind of just, like, it's really catchy, which is the issue. Like, even if it's not the kind of music that you would listen to, it's so catchy that you end up singing it anyway. Uh, so, like, if it's on the radio in the morning and you're listening to it, then you end up singing it, it in like your the head. rest of the day and it's like, oh, God, like, I can't stop singing it, which is really annoying. Ah, uh, Ed getting in the head. So, would you like to know my fifth place? Go what on. do you think of the TV show Friends? Don't I think like it's it. awful. <laughs> oh, 
I think it's awful. All right, then. I think it's just not funny. And I'm not really into my kind of American comedy. Yeah. I'm very much into the, the, the kind that. of dry, sarcastic British thing. Yeah. Where, rather than the US, which tends to be a bit more, oh, my God, look at everything. I'm yeah. so, everything's so big yeah. and bombastic. I much prefer... Um, I much prefer, you know, UK-based shows, and I'll get into that later on the list. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just not a fan of Friends. And, and um, you know, my girlfriend loves it. A lot of people that I know love it. And I just sit there and watch it, and I just kind of... It's not funny. It doesn't no. draw any giggles from me. I get you. And I think, like, for me to giggle out loud at a TV programme is very rare. It has like, to do something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think... Um, what do you giggle at, Lucy? <laughs> the only TV show that I've ever giggled at, right, ever really, like, roared with laughter is... Yeah. Russell Howard. Like, yeah, Russell Howard's good news. Yes. yes. Russell Howard's good news was like my favourite thing ever when I used to have Sky and whatever, you can get it on. Like, I just used to watch it all the time and it was yeah. just really funny. I like him as a person. I think he's great. Can get on board with that. Yeah. Much think, better than Friends. Yeah, well, I think Friends is really quite controversial because I think... It was kind of like my mum's era. So my mum's like 60. Yes. So she was around when it started. She was around when it finished. Maybe it we have the massive. mums to blame. Maybe the mums have passed it on. Maybe. You I know, mean... Those I bloody mums. The thing with Friends, right, is the fact that what you would call kind of teenagers today is like the yeah. Zuma generation, wouldn't you? Like, we're Gen Z. Like, we, we just want to be doing things and go on to the next thing. Like, for me, I'm quite, like... You're all over the place. You're doing loads of things. It's very sporadic. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, like, my brain goes from one thing to another. So, like, Friends is kind of, like, a bit of, like, a backup TV show in that, like, if I want to watch TV, if I want something on in the background... Yeah. ..for something that I don't need to concentrate on, I'll put Friends on because I've seen it about six times and I know yeah. exactly what happens. I know the storyline. And it's just kind of a bit of, like, a comfort But thing. you wouldn't want to focus on it. You wouldn't no. set time aside for it. No, exactly, exactly. I could understand that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even use it as a comfort background show because i think <laughs> it is awful you think it's rubbish yes so there we go that's me and lucy blaming mums for the popularity of friends you get it all here on lsr let's check out lucy's fourth place pick and my own of course i'm ready i'm braced i'm gonna say that breakfast is the worst meal of the day <laughs> Ooh, that's an intriguing <laughs> one. I'm not sure. If, go on, you, you, give us, you pitch really, it to me. Go I on. don't like breakfast. Like, I don't know about anybody else. Like, I am one of those people that goes through, like, breakfast phases. So yeah. for, like, four weeks, I'll eat toast, and then I get bored of toast. So then I'll eat yogurt and fruit, and then four weeks after that, I get bored of yogurt and fruit. Yeah. And then after that, I'll try, like, baked oats. Like, baked oats. Baked really oats. Like a, like that a is, big, like, that's an out-there breakfast. Like... And then you get bored of that. And then it's just kind of like, I have to keep thinking, like, of things to eat for breakfast. And I'm like, wow. I literally can't be bothered. Like, lunch and dinner are so much easier. Like, we've got a lot more, like, breadth. And the thing yeah. is, like, you can make, like, smoothies and stuff for breakfast. That's fine. But it's like, that doesn't fill me up. Like, if I have a smoothie before I come to uni, I'll be hungry within, like, two to three hours. Like, yeah, it's not very substantial, when... is no, it? No, exactly. So it's, like, it's really hard to do. So, like, I go to the gym on a morning, and what I'll do is I will literally, like, skip out the whole breakfast thing by having, wow. like, a... Wow, so no will... breakfast before no, gymming. I'll... That's a risk, is it not? I have a protein shake oh, okay. an hour see, yeah. before I go, but this protein shake is, like, a, it's like a, a little small like milky kind of thing yeah and then just to get you through the session is yeah that the idea? gets yeah. me through the session and then after that i'll have a proper protein shake from from the bar at my gym because my gym's so fancy wow what what gym's this 
Which, which gym has a bar? Uh, it's in Kirkstall. It's called Coach Gyms. Wow. I'm guessing they don't sell things like pints and no, stuff. At, like, a bit counterproductive <laughs> when it goes to the gym and get a pint in. Yeah. Which I'll probably end up doing if I ever went to the gym, <laughs> which I don't. But yeah, so I basically skip out the whole breakfast thing wow. because I'll have that shake beforehand and then I'll have another shake afterwards. Yeah. And then usually when I get home, I'll have like a piece of fruit, so like a banana or an orange. And then by that time, I need to shower, get ready. And then by that time, it's nearly lunchtime. So I'm like, I'm at well have my lunch by that point and the thing is lunch has more breadth to it like I know yeah. what I want I know what I like and I just make it and then I'm happy and then I can just get on with my day it's just usually hard. in a rush as well that's the thing with breakfast because of the time that it, it comes at it tends to be that oh I've got to fit breakfast yeah. in and I think it's the most... I'll agree that it's the most skippable. Yes. You know, it's easy to kind of go, oh, I haven't got any time for yeah. breakfast. But the thing is, I'm in... You, you spoke about phases of breakfast. Yeah. I'm in a continual bagel phase, <laughs> and I can't escape it. To the yeah. point where I literally run out of bagels, I'll go to the shop early, and I will carry bagels with me around wow. all day to bring back to mine and have ready. I am... That is, that is dedicated I am, to the bagel lifestyle. I am pure... I'm all about the bagelage, me. I'm all about the bagelage. Didn't Megan Trainor say that? Yes, she did. That's she's, true. she's all about the bagelage. And I am. You know, I'm all the thing is, I now I can't, I actually look forward. When I wake up, I go, oh, I can have a bagel soon. <laughs> and it's beautiful. So, I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, but maybe bagels could be the way forward for you. Maybe you could, maybe, maybe. give it a go. Maybe I should what would you have bagels. on a bagel if you were to have something on a bagel? Oh, God. Uh, There's a lot of choice. The thing is, you, t you spoke about the lack of choice of breakfasts. Yeah. Bagels. What can you put on bagels? Well, I go for Marmite and butter, but that's quite controversial oh, because, the yeah, there you go. You're not, um, that, not that's for another that. day. That's for another day. Um, <laughs> I think I would probably like... Um, you put salmon on a bagel? Yeah, well, I mean, if Cream I cheese. eat toast, I put on the Biscoff spread. Like, you can do Biscoff so bagels. I do or I could do butter and jam, or I could do... See? Um, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Maybe, maybe, maybe breakfast could be revolutionised by the presence of bagels. Maybe. Right, Maybe so my number four is a similar vein as the fifth one. It's another TV show that I think, there's two versions, there's a UK version and a US version, and, I, and a, a lot of people that I know seem to prefer the US version, which I just cannot get on board with, mm. and that is The Office. I much prefer the UK version, and are you going to disagree with me on that? I'm not, because oh. don't kill me. I haven't have seen not it. actually seen the Either UK of version of The Office. I've have you seen, seen the US one? I've seen the US one, and the thing is with the US, right, it's one of those things where the characters really make me, like, inwardly cringe. Yeah. So I can't enjoy it. But I understand it because the American humour is very different to the British humour. Is it a cringe in a kind of, like, they're too outrageously bombastic? It wouldn't make, you know, in real life it wouldn't be like this. What kind of cringe is you out about? I think I'm intrigued. It's, it's more the cringe of, like, the character. Like, I get this really, yeah. like, I get this very often where like if in a series I get really invested yeah, and then like I like one person at the beginning and then they become the villain of the story I then don't like that character uh, for the rest of the series yeah. like the characters are just so out there yes. and it just like the That's situations the I think just make me cringe a little bit like it's it's always that thing of like if I were that character, I would have done that differently. Yeah, you it's never kind do of that. like relating it. To I think life. the UK version is so much the opposite that it's similar, if that makes any sense, yes. because it's so cringeworthy in a completely different way. Yeah. The UK version is so, oh my God, I would do that. Oh my God, that's so relatable. Yes, that's me. I can see that I've experienced that in my life. That it makes you cringe from like secondhand embarrassment because you've been there. It's so much more believable. The UK office is, yes, that could happen at work. That could happen in an office. People are like that. People act like that. The US is like, 
that doesn't happen in the workplace. That never would happen. No one would act like that, which I think is... And I just find it more funny that the UK one focuses on, uh, yes, I've it's been like there. It's more relatable. It's more relatable. Yeah. Still just as cringeworthy, but cringeworthy from a kind yeah. of, oh, yeah, I, I get that. Oh, you know Not what? as a kind of, I'm cringing because yeah. that would never happen. I think part of it is Ricky Gervais. Who is a legend. Ricky Gervais is literally one of my favourite people ever to exist. Like, me go. and my partner are absolutely in awe of him. He's a, he's a legend, isn't he? He is great. I watched Afterlife and I cried. Afterlife like, is brilliant, isn't weeks. it? Weeks. <laughs> Afterlife is brilliant, yeah. So, it's deep. He has that ability to kind of make you think about things as well as making you laugh, I think, yeah. which is very, very clever. I think he hits, like, quite a lot of different target markets, which I think Definitely. is why, like, a lot of people like it. Ricky Gervais is indeed an absolute certified legend. I would just like to explain at this point, you've probably noticed that that room that we were doing the interview in was so echoey, and that is all my fault. I went into my uni, which is a music uni, and you can uh, book out rehearsal rooms and the like, and I thought I'd get a nice little rehearsal room, you know, uh, maybe with a piano in, something nice and small, nice, you know, nice and chilled out. And no, I, I went on the, uh, on the room booker, and managed to somehow get us uh, situated in the most roomy, boomy, crazy, massive room in the whole place. My fault, silly me. But anyway, I hope you enjoy the uh, the over-the-top acoustics. It might, you know, add some flavour to the interview. On with the show. See, we're on the podium now. Third place. Things are getting we're serious. On the podium. Okay, I'm going to go with one that's been like a bit of a discussion like on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook recently. So I'm going to say, putting up your Christmas decorations pre-December is unlucky and unreasonable. I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. It's like, especially for someone that has a birthday at the end of November, it's kind of like, no, like, yeah. I can't get past that. You're and still, you're still in birthday Christmas. mode, you know? Yes, you exactly. can't move on like, to Christmas yet. It's not Christmas yet. And, like, the whole thing of, like, traditions has completely gone out of the window. I mean, I understand that we're living in, like, a modern society, but yeah. just, like, leave, leave your tree in the loft. Like, don't get it. Yeah. Like, just leave it there. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't, well, I think what I do to, well, we do as a family to kind of combat this is that we, we don't have a plastic one. We get a real one. We go to a local, you know, the people who do them. That's and they don't tend to start doing them until December, which means no. we kind of get away with that. Yes. Another thing I wanted to ask you about after you said uh, about this particular unpopular opinion is that I generally have a rule with myself that I try and follow, but I didn't follow this year. I've already broken it. It's to not play Christmas songs until December. But I broke it this year. And I'm just, oh, I'm somewhat no. disappointed with with myself but I was I started I've been really good with my Christmas shopping I got it done nice and yeah, early so and, yeah and I was there wrapping away and I was like I'm wrapping Christmas presents and I got on the Pogues I got on Fairytale New York and I just <laughs> it had to be done it had to be done I just couldn't you know that's fair enough I get that I mean if you're wrapping Christmas presents I think fine but I think generally Thank you. just like I get away with it then yeah I think you can get away with it in certain situations like especially if you're like on TikTok and somebody's put like Christmas music oh, yeah. to be fair what I've been doing I've literally just been like skipping them like, is TikTok not, like just not... full of Christmas stuff now is it already not going that way it, but it's nearly there because I don't I avoid in... I'm not a talker like I don't know um, if anyone has seen like those wrapping accounts where they literally wrap or fold yeah. things like there's is like, this supposed to be like accounts. calming or something or like, it's supposed it's... to teach people how to like wrap oh, is, it, is it educational yeah like supposed to teach people how to wrap Christmas presents so to be fair I could do with that like, a bottle of wine and then they'll like 
wrap it up. Because, uh-huh. like, obviously, if you've got a bottle of wine, who, who the hell knows how to wrap a bottle of wine? I don't like, know. I sausage it, you know, yeah, either end. You see, if I get easier. a bottle of wine now for somebody for Christmas, I will literally put it in a gift bag, stick some tissue paper in, and go, there you go. There you go. It looks kind of pretty. You yeah. know what it is. Here you go. Top like, tips from Lucy Goodfellow. That's a big deal. <laughs> That's how you wrap your bottle of wine. Oh, yes. You don't. <laughs> you, you put don't. it in a bag. Just put it in a bag with a bit of exactly. And you saw it. Boom. Sorted. Well, I think I, I, I agree with that one, actually. Um, I think that Christmas is a kind of a time to build up to and to, to celebrate and to enjoy. And I feel if you start it too early, maybe it would wear off a little bit. And maybe... I, I think, think it definitely does. Possibly, if people are wanting to do it in November because they just want Christmas to be here and they're like, oh, yes. life is just getting tough and dragging on. But anyway, not acceptable. Not acceptable. <laughs> Don't do it. Stop it. it. Yes, stop now. Um, so my third place is... Mullets are terrible. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I've never <laughs> seen anyone suit a mullet. No, really. And it seems to be very in. I think there's a kind of student, and then zoom in slightly yes. more indie student yes. kind of niche. You know what? Where there's a there lot is, of mullets going on. There is someone that literally, whenever somebody mentions a mullet, sits in my brain. There is this one Just person comes your head. that comes into my head yeah. who actually goes to this university, and it's oh. really funny because I know him personally. And the yeah. thing is, he's such an attractive guy. And then <laughs> he has a like, mullet. Oh, and oh. I'm like, I love you, but I also hate it. Like, the thing is, he suits it in a really weird way, but the thing is... I um, still think the people that suit mullets are people who suit it despite what yes, it is, yes. rather than, oh, yeah, that's so. your thing. I think it's still cringy that yeah. they have a mullet, but I think for some reason some people do just suit them, but that doesn't why, mean why I agree Why do you think people them. get mullets, then? I don't know. I'm going to Google search now. Why do people... Know get mullets because I've, I've genuinely never seen anybody suit one and uh, we ask people who have mullets why they have mullets that's a great that's a great article um, apparently because they want to look like a sexy thug <laughs> that is well, the that's the I, line I think um, like female mullets just recently were set off by Miley Cyrus because I think she had one didn't she yeah yeah like, in the last couple of years and I think she almost like brought it back around you know when trends come back around so like today Miley's fault. I'm wearing like flared leggings like flared leggings are very like what 60s 70s thing like psychedelia like which i think are quite yeah. i quite like those i don't mind yeah those. i quite like them it's just again, a bloody it's mullet something that's like come back around but yeah i i very much agree with you i'm yeah. sorry to anyone that has a mullet but i just don't like mullets yeah i'm not saying that people who have mullets uh you know we haven't got anything against the people <laughs> you're not bad people at all. we just have something against we your hair <laughs> yeah we don't <laughs> that, like it like go to the, the hairdressers please yes exactly <laughs> To be fair, though, if, you, if you're sticking by it and you're rocking it and you believe in it, then all power to you, you know. Exactly. Fair play. I just don't like them. Just go to the hairdressers, please, says Lucy Goodfellow. I think that's a fantastic quote. I'd also like to point out that I've sort of broken the Christmas. I completely agreed with Lucy on the Christmas decorations one, but I've somewhat broken it. I was in my uh, girlfriend's house the other day, and they were all putting up their decorations. And I was, to be honest with you, it is November, but I was sat back and I was loving it. Put on, once again, Fairytale of New York was a tune. I think Driving Home for Christmas was on. It was a lovely atmosphere. So I think, even though that is somewhat of an unpopular opinion that I would agree with, um, I seem to be breaking it more and more as the uh, days go by and as the years go by. Anyway, this is the second place unpopular opinion for myself and Lucy. Number two, Lucy. Number two. Now, I have two left on my list. 
and I'm gonna put which is them, good because uh, that yes. means we've got a number two. Yes, I'm gonna put them one. in the order that I actually didn't expect I was gonna put it. Ooh, in. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the more controversial one first, in my opinion, and then I'm gonna go for the more interesting one. For okay. Number one. So. I'm intrigued. Hawaiian pizza is the best type of pizza. Oh, well, I, I, I can't go along with it, but you, you go on, pitch it. Pitch it to Pineapple me. Pineapple on pizza is, like, the best. That is controversial. Everybody has, like, whoever decided to put pineapple on pizza is just a genius in my eyes. List of people who disagree <laughs> with pineapple. I believe Gordon Ramsay is one of them. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Let's see um, who's on your side and who's against you, because I've got a celeb debate here. Oh, wow, okay. Celeb debate where people are weighing in oh, on God. what they think of pineapple pizza. I, I know, know Gordon Ramsay isn't a fan. Um, so Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> the, okay. uh, the host, the American TV host, says pineapples do not belong on pizza. They do. <laughs> um, Paris Hilton loves it. Yeah. So you've got Paris on Paris your side. Mm, yeah. There you go. She thinks it's really good. She says that Hawaiian pizza is her favourite pizza. So there you go. Um, Justin Bieber likes it as well. He says the pineapple on pizza is good. I'm not sure how to feel about that. <laughs> um, Gordon Ramsay says you don't put effing pineapple on pizza. <laughs> how dare you even consider I think, that? Right. The whole pineapple on pizza debate i think the fact that it's hawaiian pizza specifically so you got ham and you got pineapple you yeah. got your savory and you got your sweet and then you got the I'm mix fine with the ham. of like the tomato and the cheese and the herbs and i just think like it's savory and sweet all in one yeah i think it's just like my perfect idea of like a balanced dinner like i know you should like eat your veggies but like i mean I, i'm not a very because i love a pizza but i just i tend to just go for the pepperoni and it might be quite simple see, I, love, I love pepperoni i don't like you don't pepperoni, like pepperoni but the thing Oof. is i don't really like spicy food so that's uh, fair enough we can get like milder yes milder ones but yes. no I mean I can't say that pineapple on pizza is something that I would go for no but I think what you've done is you've sparked a fantastic debate because <laughs> I think a lot of people this is very much split down the middle it's a very intriguing discussion so I'm glad you brought that one to light <laughs> yeah um, so my second place um, I'm intrigued to see what you think of this I think this is fairly controversial and because obviously we're on a music course uh -huh. and uh, it's quite a commercially geared music course a lot of people disagree with me here uh -huh. but I think that Ariana Grande has the most annoying voice um, period. I really don't like it. I understand that. I, I do just, understand that. Uh, I get doesn't... it. I think, I'm not going to lie, I actually don't hear Ariana's voice, like, her speaking yeah. as often as I probably should do. Like, whenever I think about Ariana Grande, I always think of her singing rather than talking. Yeah. But, like, the voice that I have associated with Ariana Grande, yeah. for any of you teenage girls who were, who were <laughs> teenagers, you know, in, in the kind of 2010 to, maybe not even that, yeah, 2010 to like 2015, and yeah, you that watched. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, the Nickelodeon show, was it? Yes. Oh, I forgot the name. What is it oh. called? Okay, let's, we've got Google right here to help us out. <laughs> Victorious and Sam yes, and Cat. Yes, that one, yes. Victorious. I associate Ariana Grande with Victorious because she played Cat, who was like a silly little, like, it was almost she was really like weird, a dumb redhead. She? Yeah. Like, it was, it was a funny role, but that's like all I associate her with now. Like, if she's been yeah. in anything else, like, it's, it's not like I don't ever think of it. And it's really weird to see like the change up from like that to like today's yeah. Ariana Grande because I've seen like her performing for the BBC and I've seen like online things and it's really weird because she's now like obviously in her 20s and it's like wow okay yeah but yeah like she was first known for like kids tv yeah like the voice now, thing yeah i get like it's I just not for me it's just I, it yeah. kind of it oh it's a bit 
don't know if it's the tonality of it. It's yeah. a little bit screechy at yeah. times. It's just, ah, uh, not for me. Not I for me. I think with, it, it's kind of the same in the UK where, like, depending on which county you come from in the UK, you've got a different accent. It's the same yeah. in America. Like, so from where you come from, you've got different accents. So, like, certain accents in America, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, fine. And then other ones, I'm like, oh, really God, annoying. no, no, stop it. Like, I, don't, I just don't want to hear it. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> I is. find the, um, the Cal- you know, the, the classic kind of Californian, the oh, my God, you know, that sort of thing, <laughs> yeah. is not for me. Have we got people trying to come in? Possibly. Oh, Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Luckily, people didn't come into the room at that point, but we did get a few uh, looks in our direction going, what are those two people doing there? We had two desks. It was kind of like those exam desks, and we were sat opposite each other in a massive great rehearsal room, and I mean massive, um, with lots of keyboards and drum kits and pianos and all sorts around us and amps. And we were just there sat at desks having a chat and people were going, why have they booked up that massive room? Um, well, it was because we wanted to talk about, well, for Lucy, putting pineapple on pizza, which I think is, that's a monstrous choice. I, I can't believe it. Let's hope that her first place unpopular opinion is a bit more, I guess it is, technically speaking, this is unpopular opinion, so it, it makes sense, but uh, not a very good one in my opinion. Let's hope her first place one is a little bit more agreeable. Here we go. This is it. First place unpopular opinions from me and Lucy. Shall we go for your number one? So this one was the... So the last one was the controversial one. Yeah. This is the interesting one. I feel one. like this is more interesting and kind of less controversial in a way. And I think this cool. is like a really new debate that you might actually not be well acquainted with, especially okay. if you are not someone who uses TikTok. I am um, not someone who uses TikTok. Anyone, uh, any, I think, teenage girl and, like, girl in her 20s who uses TikTok will be very aware of the that girl or the it girl kind of TikTok. So, like, these are the girls that, like, make TikToks where they're like, oh, yes, I guess at, like, 5.30 in the morning and I make my bed and then I have a cup of water and then I make myself an iced latte out of my fancy coffee machine and right. then I'll do yoga for an hour. And Is it, like, will... aspire to be like me kind of yes, thing? Yes, it's one of those things where it's like it's trying to promote a really healthy lifestyle which i get fine healthy lifestyle great if you want to get up at 5 30 in the morning i'm not saying you shouldn't i'm just saying that's not me and i yeah. think these tiktoks actually make people feel worse i would agree with that i'd be really annoyed by it actually yeah well this is the thing i'm getting more, my and more life. annoyed about it the more it goes on because i think it's promoting something that for a lot of people isn't healthy and yeah. it's not the way that they should be living and 100%. i think it's almost the same level of, like, where influencers have gotten to the point of no return and they're literally ruining people's lives because yeah. they are promoting something that's not It's almost saying realistic. if you're not like this, yeah. then that's a negative thing, which... Yes, exactly. You know, so it's with. like, for me, who worked all of summer and didn't have a break and was, like, quite struggling with the fact that everybody else was going off on nice holidays and, like, spending their time out whilst I was at work, yeah. it was really hard to, like watch other girls be like oh yes like you know I get up at 5.30 and I have this yeah. amazing lifestyle and you should do this and it'll I make you feel how better much of that is like, true as well no like I tried going to the gym at 7 o'clock in the morning and I literally was having a breakdown by yeah, midday like, how, like I get that if you only sleep four hours a day, fine. Like, if that works for you, that works for you. But, like, I need at least, like, six and a half hours sleep... 100%. ...to to just function. And the thing is, I can't go to sleep at, like, 9pm unless I've been up since, like, 6am yeah, that, that, that morning. Like, it just doesn't work. And I think... It sounds like whole... a boring life to me. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even, I I wouldn't even really engage is. with it. I think because... 
these girls are almost kind of setting themselves up because they've seen like that girl on TikTok who's doing and now that. they want to be that girl I'm going to copy that but it's not who they are and it's no. not original and I just think stay true to yourself folks it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, to be honest. I'm glad I'm not... That's why I avoid ticking and talking. Yeah. You know, because, because I feel like there are things that... It, it feels very much thrust upon you, some of these lifestyle things. Yes. Fair enough, good for you, as you said. But, yeah. you know, everyone's different and lives their life in their own way. And for someone's, you know, ultimate well-being and perfect mental happiness would be another person's idea of hell. And yeah. ultimate, this is terrible, I can't yeah. live like this. I think TikTok is a place for duck and cat and dog videos and just yes. animal videos. If you stay on the nice, cute general, side, yeah. yes. I think I'm too far deep now and the algorithm has pulled me in and decided what I can't like and what I now. dislike. And I just, I just can't get rid of it. I mean, yeah. I'm quite, like, happy when, like, Michael Bublé shows up on my feed. Like, that's fine. Like, <laughs> but I, it's too early for that. At heart, I'm... Because it's not, it's not December yet, so... <laughs> it is not December, but he is defrosting as we speak, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get him out. We'll wheel him out. <laughs> that was your number one, that Lucy. My number one. And I completely agree with it. I think you're, it's a very good point you make. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see what you think of my number one because, and I've said this from the first time I went for a meal there, that Nando's is the most overrated restaurant uh, of all time. Oh, agree with this. Thank you. Like, the whole... Right, so, as I mentioned before, I don't eat spicy foods. Yeah. So, this whole, like stereotypical sort of, oh, if you order plain chicken at Nando's, yeah. you lose it. It's Who like, cares about no, that, because I can't eat spicy food because it upsets my stomach. Like, we have the same thing. I mean, when my have stomach problems. <laughs> that, there you go. I mean, that's the thing. My, me and uh, me and my mates used to go as well and we, uh, it was a case of, oh, yeah, I'm going to get the super hot spicy sauce and the chicken wings yeah. are going to be super spicy. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's so cool. <laughs> and that was back in like year 11 yeah. where it was like cheeky Nando's with the boys and oh, it was like, yeah. cheeky Nando's. Which was just, I mean, it was, I mean, the chicken's not even that good I, I would just like to throw that no, out there I don't no. think it's, I think it's a little bit overdone most of the time yeah and it's just it's just not for me I, I don't see the positive of going to Nando's because, I think it's quite average yeah it's, and, it and it was it had its moment didn't it where it was like peak yes. popularity and everyone yes. was going you know cheeky Nando's whatever it was yeah and it, I didn't even think it was very good then. I think people are starting to wake up and warm up to the idea that it's not yeah. the best thing in the world. But, yeah, I've never understood it. And no. I'm glad you agree. You know what I get from Nando's, right? I think I've been to Nando's possibly twice in my life. Yeah. And when I've been into a Nando's, right, because obviously most of it's, like, self-serving, so, like, you get seated, and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you have to go on all, up and order at this place, and then if you order the bottomless, you have to go and fill up your drinks yourself, and then you have to go and get your own cutlery. Like, Just let me sit down just and like, have a meal. Just, man. like, bring me my cutlery. Yeah. Like, just, why is it not already out of the table? Like, this is what stresses me out. Like, I like to go to a restaurant where, like, everything is done for you. Like, I know that yeah. sounds really lazy. But, but no, you're right, is, like, you've had a tough day and a long yeah, day, you like, sit down. You just want to sit down, you just want to go out and have a nice time and, and like sit with whoever you're sitting with. Like, 100%. I get it if it's somewhere like um, Trinity Kitchen, which has like multiple different places where you go and then you just sit down and you sort of. But you know out. what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, when, like, I think the first time I went to Nando's, I literally had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And my friend who had been before I was like, oh no, you've got to do everything yourself. And I was like, what? What is this? Like, this isn't a restaurant. Makes you want to get a job at Nando's, though, because it sounds like there's not much. Yeah, like, what do they actually yeah, exactly. do? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, watch them maybe fix the machine every so often and then bish, like, bash, bash. Um, when they lie about the fact that the uh, McDonald's ice cream maker is broken. Yeah, because they're busy. It's the same thing, same yeah, thing. There you same, go. same level that we're on there. <laughs>
I just want to say that I used to work for McDonald's and uh, we never pretended the machine had broken. That's not me saying it does happen. That's not me saying it doesn't happen. Anyway, we're out of time here. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you very much to Lucy for that interview. Um, she's going to play us out now. This is Greta Isaac, Lucy's Choice, for the final track of the day. Thank you very, very much for listening. This has been Top Fives with Johnny Holmes.